Hello everyone, this is Michael Fanning with Ask a Windermere Coach. And on occasion, I'll be joined by Nick Hansen, Doug Simcock, and Eric Thompson. On this podcast, we want to talk about how to create great work-life balance and epic customer service in the real estate industry. We hope you enjoy our podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning. I'm the host of your podcast today called Ask a Coach by Windermere. And I'm really excited today because I've got Katie Lance with us. Katie, how are you? I'm good, Michael. Thanks for having me. You bet. And Katie, I think we met a while ago, but you've been in this world of social media now with your with your website, uh, katielance.com. And then get is it Get Social Smart? Is that the... Yeah, yep, Get Social get Smart. Smart. And uh, you've been doing this now for 11 years, which is just, uh, it's kind of crazy that uh, you've been doing this for this long. And I know that you, we were just talking, you do between 25 and 30 live talks a year. And uh, you've got one coming up in Inman in New York. And uh, I'm just excited to have you on today because I know that um, it's a challenge, I think, in our industry sometimes to understand where you should be with social media and what you should be doing with social media and how do you connect, I think, providing value and being authentic. So I would just love to kind of pick your brain for our listeners today to see, you know, what are you telling people right now in terms of what they should be using, what they should be doing? I guess we could start there. I mean, to give me some ideas around what, you know, what, what are you what are you letting them know is the best for them to connect with their clients, so to speak? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, as much as I love social media, and I mean, I have a whole company built around social media. I still believe that social media is rented ground. We don't own it. Right. right. And so... We see platforms, you know, become big or they, you know, they become not as popular or popular. And a common question I always hear is, where should I be? Where should I spend time? I honestly think as an agent, I don't think you have to be everywhere. I don't think you have to be on 27 different platforms. But because we don't own social media, I do think it's important to take a step back and for agents and brokers to create a content strategy that they own no matter what. And so one of the things we're doing a lot of coaching on, especially inside of our Get Social Smart Academy, is to encourage agents and brokers to develop a content plan and content, not just around listings or open houses, but content that's helpful or educational or content that answers frequently asked questions, things that come up all the time in conversation, community content. And, you know, one of the things I said earlier to you is less is more. I don't think someone has to be posting 16 times a week, but if they can post one solid piece of content, whether that's a reel or a TikTok or a video once a week, and then the beautiful part about that is you can repurpose that. You can share it today. You can share it again next week. You can share it a few weeks from now if it's still relevant. But getting yourself into a content plan, you know, getting yourself into that consistency, obviously there's a lot to that in terms of planning and execution, but that's a small thing that really makes a big difference. And it's something that you, that really grows with you regardless of where you're at, regardless if you're on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or wherever. So I really think that's huge. I think the other part of, 
of the fact that I would say social media is rented ground is making sure you're building your email database. You know, your database is, is your gold mine. And so that also needs to be a, uh, something that you're building and cultivating and, and providing good information to as well. Well, that brings up a good point. So uh, when you say build a, a content strategy, so one of the things I find, and you could probably address this is, you know, agents have the best intentions and they say, well, I, and they get excited about something and they post, but then um, they get busy, they get transactions, they get stuff going. So how do you coach the people that are within your academy? How do you coach them to have consistency in their content strategy? Because, you know, I will see they'll post for a while and then all of a sudden they'll disappear. And I think you would probably agree with that. That's the worst thing to do. You know, when you when you don't have consistency, all of a sudden, you know, because of the algorithms and the way it works, kind of stop being seen. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be consistent. Just it's just like anything else. You know, if you look at like your your favorite TV shows, you know, you know, back in the day when it was like must see TV, it was like always a certain day, a certain time. And we still operate that in a lot of ways. One of my favorite shows, Grey's Anatomy is always on mm -hmm. Thursday nights. I may not watch it live, but I know when it happens. And so the same is true with social media. You've got to show up and be consistent. And so the biggest way I think agents and brokers to, can do that um, to, you know, to answer your question, it sounds simple, but really put it on your calendar. <laughs> you know, you've got to make it a priority. If it's, if it's not on your calendar, it's probably not going to happen. And I was actually just chatting with an agent friend of mine, honestly, just a couple hours ago. And she um, has found like an accountability buddy, kind of a buddy to, to meet right. up with. And they meet up with in person once a month, Sometimes it's like laptop to laptop <laughs> um, where they are, you know, brainstorming their content. Sometimes they're filming their content. Sometimes they're just spending some time in Canva, but it's just, you know, and I do the same thing. I set aside time up once or twice a month to create a lot of content and do it all kind of in one, in one sprint, right? It doesn't mean you're going to post it right away, but by making it a priority, you can batch a lot of stuff, create a lot of content, whether it's Canva content, video content. And that's, that's a huge part of it. And then of course, the second part is, well, when is that going to be distributed? Right? So if you've got it once a month, then maybe once a week, you're saying, okay, once a week, I'm going to post every Monday or every Tuesday, or you use a tool like Hootsuite or Meta Business Suite to schedule out some of your content. You don't want to necessarily set it and forget it, but you, there's nothing wrong with scheduling some of your content to make sure that it gets seen and that you are consistent. Yep. I love that. Yeah. One of the things we teach uh, in the coaching platform is we always talk about time blocking and having a, mm -hmm. you know, having a planner, but, uh, you know, if your goal is to have content go out, you know, once a month or let's say once a week, whatever it happens to be, it's time blocked of when you're going to actually have focus time to build that content. And then maybe on a Sunday planning session, you're coming up with ideas about what the content's going to be. I know for my stuff, that's, you know, I'll say, Hey, here's what I want to do this week. Cause here's some great stuff that I heard. And then I know when I'm going to record it. And then I know when I'm going to post it. And I just try to stick to that schedule, if you will. And I think okay. just just having an idea. So so having having uh, control of your time, controlling your schedule sounds like it's the best thing to do. Here's my next question for you, and this is we get asked this all the time. So you know you can go into Canva and you can create you know the um, the templated tools that has verbiage on it, or you can go in and you can do video of yourself talking through that stuff. What do you find to be more um, sticky, I guess, to uh, the viewer? I guess because a lot of times I'll see a lot of agents that will, they'll build some really cool stuff but then they don't get the, they don't get the traction on. Then somebody will do a really kind of, um, you know, just authentic video and it catches on fire. I'm just curious your thoughts on that. I think there's a place for both. I think, you know, we, we, are, we all are craving kind of that authenticity and there's a reason why videos that aren't as highly produced, but maybe they are funny or interesting, or they have, you know, kind of a trending video. 
there's a reason why they tend to take off and and oftentimes it's because they are funny or they're interesting or there's a trending video or it just happens to hit at the right time. So I I do think that there's a place for both. You know, where I see Canva come into play, I think there's a couple things. I think Canva is really great for creating carousel posts, Mm -hmm. right? Which for for anyone listening not familiar with that, it's those posts we see in Instagram where it's multiple photos, people can swipe through. Those are performing really, really well on Instagram, almost as well, if not better on Instagram than even Reels. So a lot of folks, for example, in our academy are looking back at the Reels they did in 2023, looking at their analytics and saying, okay, these these are the top five, these are the top 10. What was it about them? Can we recreate that same content, but put it into a graphic or put it into a Canva graphic? So that's one one thing that, that I, I definitely think is, is valuable. I also think you can use Canva for professional content that may not necessarily go viral. It's not going to get you a ton of views, but it's something that's going to tell people who you are, mm-hmm. right? I'll just give you a super quick example. I have a reel that I created on my Instagram about who I am and who our Academy is, and it's not going to get a million views, right? But it's pinned at the top of my Instagram. So if someone comes to my profile and is like, who the heck's Katie, they can quickly see, and it's professional. It's nice. It's created in Canva. So I do think there's a, an opportunity for a little bit of both. And of course, there's nothing like just getting on camera and showing who you are and what you're all about right. as well. So it's a little bit of a balance. Is there any, is uh, when you think about platforms, um, one of the questions also we get asked is, you know, there's professional pages and then there's just your personal pages. And I think that's been a long, long time kind of argument back and forth of agents saying which one you think is is better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, I've, I've got my idea, but I'd love to hear what you <laughs> think about that. Yes. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think I've been asked this question once a week for probably 10 years. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think yeah, you're getting asked that question, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it really depends. I mean, every platform is different. Um, for Facebook specifically, I would say you do need both platforms. You do need both profiles. You need a personal profile and a business page. And the thing that I think that is a little uh, confusing or just can cause confusion for a lot of agents is that real estate is a personal business, Right. So there is a lot of overlap. And the way I look at it is your business page is meant to be for business. So anything that you are thinking of posting for business, your listings, your open houses, you're just listed, you're just sold, your once a week educational tips, your community information, that's going to go on your business page. And periodically from time to time, maybe once or twice a month, sure, share that from your business page to your personal profile. Of course, because on your personal profile, you're probably going to be friends with some of your clients, not everybody, but you're going to, you know, they're going to be mixed in there. Where I think the personal profile also comes into play is that's an opportunity to build relationships, to right. be, in, be a noticer, you know, part of time blocking to your point, isn't just t- taking time to create content. It's also taking time to engage, to wish people happy birthday, to interact, to notice, oh, wow, they just went to a great restaurant. Where was this? Well, that's a great glass of wine. Wait, congratulations. You, you know, whatever it might be, spending five or 10 minutes a day especially in your personal profile, engaging and interacting can really help to build those relationships. So I do think both are important. I think there can be a little bit of a crossover. I also think with Facebook, look, the reality is your Facebook business page is probably not going to get a ton of likes, a ton of engagement. But what we do know is that it it offers validation. If I Google you, I expect to see a website. I expect to see certain things. I kind of expect to see a Facebook business page that's right. that's updated, Right. We know people lurk. We know a lot of times that people are lurking and they never like, comment, or share, but they're watching what you're doing. So I definitely think that's important. Instagram's a little bit different. I just have one account with Instagram. I have a business account. 
And I love with Instagram, it's a little bit more personal and business. So for me, it's more kind of 50, 50. And I love that part about Instagram. Everyone has a little bit of a different opinion about it, but that's kind of how I see it. What's your view on TikTok? Because we have a lot of people say, ah, TikTok is for the younger generation. People aren't doing anything on there. And then I see agents that we coach. We have one agent we coach. 50% of our business comes from TikTok. Yeah. I, I don't think you can rule out TikTok. I mean, did TikTok start with kids and high schoolers? Yeah, absolutely. Are there still a lot of high schoolers and kids on there? Yeah, absolutely. But there's people of all different ages. And what I think is really fascinating about TikTok is that, well, I think there's a few things. When you're on TikTok, generally speaking, you are seeing people you do not know, which means people are seeing your content who do not know you. It's really one of the best platforms to reach outside of your sphere, outside of people right. who know you. I mean, every other platform, it's pretty much based on, you know them, or you're like a friend of a friend, or you're following them in some way. And TikTok is completely not like that. So I do recommend if someone is already creating any type of vertical video, if you've got someone creating Instagram reels or YouTube shorts or Facebook reels at a minimum, I would absolutely recommend put them on TikTok and try it out and see what happens. We use a tool called repurpose.io, which mm -hmm. is a really, it's a paid tool. I'm not affiliated with it, but it's a great tool where you can easily repurpose the piece of content. For me, the way it works is every time I post a reel to Instagram, it automatically feeds to my TikTok, to my YouTube shorts, to my Facebook reels. It's a huge time saver. So yeah, it's certainly one to watch, you know, try it out, see who's there. You might even use TikTok to search to see who in your local area, if it's local businesses, they have a great search feature. A lot of people are using TikTok search feature, sometimes more than Google. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount it. So here's a, oh, another question, YouTube. Yes. So <laughs> let's talk YouTube channels because that's a whole, and there another piece that people say, well, now do I need a YouTube channel too? <laughs> You know, yeah. if I'm doing videos, should I have my my YouTube channel? What, what What's your thoughts mm -hmm. on that? Yeah, well, yes, I do think YouTube is important. I think it's, again, challenging because you start talking about all the different platforms and there's pros to everything. So two things. Number one, I always say, you know, pick a platform that you pick a platform that you enjoy being on and that your clients are on. That's super important. But the second part, as far as YouTube, yes, for someone who, I don't think if you're just starting out, I would not just start on YouTube. I think YouTube is ideal for someone who's kind of middle of the road. You've been on Facebook a while. You've been on Instagram a while. Maybe you're playing around on TikTok. You're on LinkedIn. And you're like, gosh, I'm not really getting traction or I want to take it to the next level. Absolutely. I would encourage you to consider YouTube, especially for any kind of longer form content. We know YouTube has YouTube shorts, um, which I feel like the jury's still out on how valuable that right. is, but, but right. you know, we'll, we'll see in 2024. But if you're creating a little bit of longer form content like this, you know, for podcast content, interview content, um, content that's just a little bit meatier, absolutely, YouTube's a huge place. It's the number two search engine. It's owned by Google. So this is where tools like ChatGPT play a big role for me in, in our YouTube channel. I will sit down once a month. I'll batch create four or five videos for YouTube. Then I'll go into ChatGPT and I'll say, hey, I just created five videos about this, 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 and this. Can you provide suggestions for descriptions, keywords? tags, titles, huge time saver, right? right? So again, you gotta be patient though. You know, you can't just expect to dump a bunch of stuff on YouTube and get 50 leads tomorrow. Like right. you have to be patient. So I'll circle back for a second. So the one thing I love that you talked about repurpose.io, mm -hmm. um, I think that tools, the other thing I find is that agents sometimes get overwhelmed because they think, you know, I'm doing all this and now I'm supposed to be a real estate agent interacting with my clients. And now you're telling me I got to do video. I got to be an editor. I got to <laughs> be a content creator. I got to get creative now. Um, and then I got to post it to all these places. 
And yeah. so my, I guess my question for you, repurpose.io, great. Uh, you touched on that for being a tool that can repurpose content and, and push it out to your other channels, if you will. Mm -hmm. That's great. Are there any other time-saving tools or apps that you found that you love that our agents should know about? Well, honestly, I've used Hootsuite for probably like eight to 10 years. Yeah, it's, like an old, it's like an oldie but goodie in the space. I know there's a lot of other tools in the space, but I keep coming back to Hootsuite because it's easy personally. I use that to schedule my Facebook business page, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, a variety of platforms. I love the analytics. I can, you know, pull analytics really quickly and easily. I can do, do it from my phone. It also used to be back in, the, there used to be this thing back in the day where if you scheduled content from another platform, like you would get dinged. And that has since kind of been debunked, especially with tools like Hootsuite, which are now a preferred um partner with uh, Facebook or Instagram and there's certain platforms that are preferred partners. So I don't see any dip in engagement or, or anything like that. It's just for me, I'll sit down once a week. I'll set, I'll set aside 30 minutes and I'll look ahead to the next week or two and I will schedule some of that content. You right. know, maybe it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday. So and correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> so with those tools are still, they're still able to auto feed to your business pages, but not to your personal correct pages. Correct. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, yeah. Fun. Um, I always look at it because I would use that and then I'd have to go into my personal pages. But so Hootsuite for our listeners, if, if you're listening, that's a tool that automates your posts mm -hmm. um, and you can literally go in there, create it, put a schedule on it. And then it also does analytics. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. And that is a paid tool. I will say really quick, a free tool if you're just using Facebook and Instagram is Meta Business Suite. It's just business.facebook.com. There's also an app. And again, it's absolutely free. And you can, one of the nice things about that is with Facebook and Instagram, a lot of agents want to post the same content to both platforms, which is fine, but they're also similar and different. So one thing you can do with Meta Business Suite is change how the text looks a little bit, right? right. So Facebook might be a little bit shorter and simpler. Instagram, you might want to include some hashtags or maybe something that says, click the link in my bio, which doesn't really translate to Facebook. So you can keep it similar but different and that's a great free tool also okay and we talked about canva i think a lot of people know canva i think canva's got some great mm -hmm. functionality what about any any useful tools when it comes to video and caption building yeah. things of that nature yeah so one of my favorite tools this is also a paid tool but it's not that it's not that expensive and i think they have a trial um there's an app it's called captions.ai i love it I um, use <laughs> awesome. yes and i first started using this you probably saw this. I first started using it for captions because I love like this. It creates these really colorful captions with emojis. And you probably know this. This app has really um, developed in so many ways. Like over the last year, one of the new features that I love, especially if you are on YouTube, is you can take a YouTube video link, put it into captions.ai. And through the magic of AI, it's going to pull out the juiciest like four or five clips and turn them into a reel, which is amazing. And, you know, every once in a while, it's like, mm, not so great. But for the most part, a lot of them are really great. So it'll re kind of repurpose your video really quickly and easily. There's also AI tools that will kind of fix your eye contact, yeah, uh, which is crazy. a little creepy, but you could do that if you want. <laughs> you know what? And it, I, there's other AI tools. So I love it for um, after I'm done with my video. I love it because it says prepare it for social. So it'll give me the title. Mm -hmm. It'll give me a really great caption that's well written, and then it'll give me the hashtag. Yes. And that that mm -hmm. I think many times that's the hardest thing to do, and it also spell checks everything. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah. So it's, it's fantastic. Pretty- it's a huge time saver. And I can't remember what I paid for it. I, I want to, I don't even remember, maybe a hundred bucks for the year or something and yeah. totally worth it. Just time is money. I mean, that's but at the end of the day, everything that I try to teach inside of our Academy or, you know, anywhere is like, we don't have to spend all day doing all this, right? It, spend the time showing up, engaging, interacting, responding to your DMs, responding to your comments, but all these other things as an agent, you don't need to become a video editor. You don't need to become a, you know, a, a professional marketer. There's so many great tools, especially that just came out in the last year or so that you can use to be more productive. Yep. And are you still, uh, I mean, I think one of the best tools for cameras is still your phone, right? Yeah, still yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, Yes. I, so many of my, my videos, I use my phone. Um, I did a few years ago, finally invest in a kind of a fancy camera for my long, I do have some longer form video content on YouTube. Um, you know, I was like, okay, I do think at some point I should get a camera. So right. but I, I'm still pretty low tech. I mean, I've got a couple lights, I've got, you know, I've got a mic, I've got, you know, a camera, but that's, that's for my YouTube stuff or just day-to-day reels and stories. 99% of it's just right here on my phone, you know? I love that. And then here's my other question. So we put all the content out there. We're doing that. What, what's your advice on engagement, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, cause I think that's, that's the big piece, right? A lot of people, we put a lot of stuff out there, but the whole goal is to eventually take it offline. And yeah. like you said, go back to build a relationship. So what's, what's your tactic or how do you help agents understand, you know, what, what's good engagement, I guess, is when that's going on. So a lot of your engagement has to do, I mean, there's, it's almost like a science formula or like a recipe, right? right. There's so many little right. pieces to it. I think a big part of it is you've got to be thumb stopping in the, in the feed. It used to be, you know, you, you get, you have 10 seconds to grab someone's attention and now it's like you have one second, right? So this is something that just gets better over the course of time. Video, for example, get right into it, right? If you, if you start off your video, like, Hey everyone, I'm so-and-so like I've already scrolled past you. So a lot of times it's just, it's often what you say, just getting right into it. I often tell people, just tell people right away, what what, is, what are you going to talk about? Hey, today I'm going to share with you the biggest mistake every home buyer makes. Now you've reeled me in, right? Now, I'm like, who? who are you? What's going on? <laughs> right? So that's part of it. Of course, your caption, as you mentioned, you want to kind of grab people's attention with that. And then having some sort of call to action, I also think is important. And the big mistake a lot of agents make is they they make the call to action something like, hey, if you're interested in buying or selling, give me a call or you can text me or find me on my website or go to my LinkedIn or, you know, that's not a great call to action because most people aren't going to do that. So we want to keep it simple. Oftentimes I'll say, Hey, did you enjoy this? Like, and comment below. Did you, do you agree? Like, and comment below. Hey, for more tips, give me a follow. So we're just keeping it kind of short and simple and thinking about what are people doing? They're on their phone. Okay, cool. I liked it. I'm going to click like, and those likes add up because the more someone's liking your content, the more your content is going to be seen again, in their feed. Right. right? So, and then of course, occasionally you can sprinkle in other things like, Hey, if this is really valuable to you, leave a comment below and I can follow up through email or whatever it might be. Right. So I do think that's important of grabbing people's attention, having a compelling caption, you know, and then using some sort of call to action and, and just like anything, you, you, you got to show up. You better, I have to see you. A lot of times an agent will say, what do you think's missing on my page? And I often will say you, you, I don't know. I don't see you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't see you. I don't hear you. So, you know, uh, we, well, I always tell people, you look how you look, you sound how you sound, you know? I, just, I do a joke about that. I go, Hey, video makes you look like I have a double chin. I go, no, I have a double chin. Video makes you look like I'm going gray. No, I'm going gray. But I mean, it's just, that's who you are. Right. Yeah. 
And, and I, one more last question here, and this is a big one. So um, all people say, okay, so you're telling me I go create all this content. I'm just creating more work for myself because now I got to respond to all these people to talk to me. <laughs> That's a positive problem. That's what you want. <laughs> like the whole point of all of this is right, lead generation, right? right? right. Like. That is the whole point is, and so that's why on your calendar, you have to set aside time to respond to comments, because if you're doing it right, you're going to wake up and you're going to have 12 new DMS yep. or 16 new comments on your last post. And that's a positive thing. So I think if we can shift our mindset to like, this is a lead generating activity. It's not just like, oh, this is fun. I'm scrolling and looking at cat videos. Like it is a lead generation opportunity, just like cold calling could be just like farming or door knocking. It is the same thing. So, and often, I mean, I know I'm biased, but I think it's better because when you are doing this on a regular basis, what will happen, and I know you've experienced this, Michael, is people reach out and they say things like, oh my gosh, I feel like I know you. Right. You know, I, I feel yeah. like you're, I feel like, you know, you're in my head. I feel like, you know, everything I'm like, people just know you. And from a real estate perspective, what happens is people reach out. And they are ready to work with you. They know they've been following you. They've been lurking. They love your content in their mind. Like you're the guy or they you're the gal, you right? And then now the tables are turned. So now it's up to you to figure out, well, are they a right fit, right? For my business. And it is just an awesome way of doing business. That's attracting business versus chasing business. Yeah, I think that's a key thing. And you see that. I know that uh, one of the agents that we coach, she'll be in the grocery store and somebody will point at her and she doesn't even know. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, you're the real estate woman. And she's like, <laughs> they go, I see you on TikTok or I watch your Instagrams, right? And she's awesome. sometimes it's creepy, but she goes, I like it. <laughs> it's achieving what I want. But I do, and I agree with that. And I also think being authentic in your replies, like I always tell people, don't look at this replier than getting a hold of you as a transaction. Look at this as a potential for you to build a relationship if it's what you want. Right. And just as much as they're thinking about working with you, and you, you need to be aware of the fact that, you know, do you want to work with these people? Because you are you are casting a large net to a large audience of all different yeah. types of people. But um, but be really um, you know, aware and be kind and be, I would say, have a heart of a teacher, right? Look yeah. for ways to provide value. And uh, it'll go a, lo a long ways in terms of how they think about you and how they, you know, ultimately, I think, is to refer you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That. That's great. Well, you know, I, I want to thank you for just taking the time today. Just give us some of these little little bits of information. I will uh, get some of these things you talked about, the uh, repurpose.io and meta business and some of these tools we talked about. If if our listeners wanted to find out more about how they could get in contact with you or, or, or actually access some of your resources, I know there's katielance.com and then what's your subscription tool? Yeah. So katielance.com is going to basically kind of take you to all, all of the, the resources we have. We have, uh, you know, lots of free training resources and it'll link you to my Instagram and YouTube and all kinds of good stuff. Um, and we also have our Get Social Smart Academy, which is our membership site. Uh, it's a subscription site. Agents and brokers can sign up monthly or yearly, and then they get access to all of our training and resources. We do a ton of live training, um, as well as a lot of stuff on demand as well. And everything we talk about here today is exactly what we teach. You know, how to create a smart social media plan, how to build relationships, how to do so in a way that doesn't take all your time. So uh, it's it's a lot of fun. We've got about a thousand members all over the world really so it's it's exciting to be able to help so many folks i love that and i'll put that link in in the notes for everybody to, to link up to and i know a lot of our windermere agents actually subscribe uh, lots to of windermere agents <laughs> yes and if anybody's going to inman in new york uh here what is it next when is it two weeks from now yeah less than two weeks uh yeah. like it's like the 20 22nd 23rd 24th 
somewhere in there. Yeah. You will so be coming up real soon. The main stage, so they'll be able to uh, to see you live if they're if they're going to be there at uh, at the Inman Inman event. That'll be really fun. And then last is the last question: What book are you reading right now? I'd love to know. Yeah, so I'm reading a book I'm super excited about. It's called Smart Brevity. Uh, it came out probably a year, year or two ago, and um, it's all about, it's written by a couple of journalists, and the whole idea is to be smarter with our words. And my mantra this year for 2024 is less is more. Um, I really feel that way with the amount of content and stuff that's just flowing at us from all over. It's easy to say yes to a lot of things. Um, and so I just, in general, in life and business and marketing, I really kind of focused on less is more. And this book really talks about how we can be smarter with our words. There's even a, a, a number of real estate examples, which I love. Oftentimes we add in all these extra words and, and we justify things or we we just put too much in <laughs> into our conversations. And it leads to confusion. It leads to people not reading our emails, not opening, not clicking on our content. And so it's it's been awesome. I've been listening to the audiobook and uh, I think I was sharing with you, I, I keep I keep clicking those little buttons that says add note, add note, you know, clip little, you can clip little things when you're reading an audio or listening to an audio book. So I love go back and let's know all my notes, but yeah, it's well, been awesome. And I think that's powerful too. I think, you know, words are important and I think we can be more selective in what we say and how much we say and be more direct with what we're trying to get, a, get across. So um, that's yeah. great. And it's, so it's called, again, tell me, tell me the name of it again. It's called Smart brevity smart brevity okay i'll put a yeah. link to that book in there as well yeah. well hey katie thank you for taking the time today i really appreciate it. it's good to see you again uh and um i hope our paths cross soon and uh, again we always like to end these by saying be awesome help somebody and thank you for taking the time thank you so much okay talk to you later Well, we hope you enjoyed our podcast. We want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you found it useful or helpful, please feel free to share it and also give us a rating. Also, if you think that Windermere Coaching might be right for you, please feel free to just look us up at windermerecoaching.com. And we'll end by saying this, be awesome and help someone. Make it a great day.